1: Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and three hundred and sixty-five day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. One of the big questions is what is money? For practical purposes,
0: it exists in a series of uh, heterogeneous databases, very different databases.
1: Do you believe in
0: crypto? Digital currency may be an answer, but but it is the highly speculative disaster. I do own Bitcoin. There is no second best. Welcome to the Crypto Curious podcast, proudly brought to you by the Bamboo app. Crypto Curious is your go to source for all things cryptocurrency. Whether you're a seasoned pro or new to the world of crypto, we've got you covered. Each week, we'll break down the top news stories of the past seven days, giving you the information you need to stay on top of the latest trends and developments. Plus, we'll share quick bites of news and insights that you won't want to miss. If you're new to the crypto world, we recommend starting with our early episodes where we break down the basics and give you a solid foundation to understand the crypto world. Join us as we explore the ever-evolving world of cryptocurrency and educate ourselves along the way. On today's episode, we'll discuss some recent moves by the SEC and some backlash against Gary Gensler. He's receiving it from all sides of the fence. We're also going to take a look at Sam Bankman-Fried and the trial which starts this week my name's Tracy and this week it's Blake and I on the mic as Craig is off attending a wedding so Hey, Blake. How are you going?
1: Very well, Tracy. Good to be back and getting stuck into this week's news.
0: There is always lots of news. But before we do get into the news, Blake, let's have a little look at the market. We don't often go through what's happening in the charts, but let's have a little look at what is going on because we've just finished the month of September, which has historically been a red month. Six out of the last seven years, September's been red, and it actually finished green. A lot of the traders are very excited. It finished 4% up, and I've already seen a lot of the memes. October is up as they call it. There we go. Yeah, because apparently October is one of the better months for crypto, I think, Six out of the last seven has been green. So what do you think? Are we going to have a good month? You, what are we What are we in for?
1: It's really hard to say. No one has a crystal ball. And <laughs> I knew you were going to say that.
0: <laughs> what do you think, though? How are you feeling? What's yeah. happening out well, there? Well,
1: you know, if we had an up month in September when it's historically down, you know, it could do the opposite mm-hmm. in October. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Markets like to do what the, the opposite, opposite to yeah. what everyone's expecting. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, we'll see how it plays out. But obviously, there's a lot happening in the broader economy at the moment. People are very pessimistic about what's happening, um, you know, with inflation and... Specifically uh, in the US. Yeah, specifically in the US, but really everywhere, Mm. uh, and how that's affecting the broader economy. But... Hopefully, we're seeing less and less, you know, correlation with the crypto market in relation to those items, um, but still suspect that I can't fully disconnect.
0: Mm. All right. Well, we'll see what happens with UpTober at the end of the month. Moving on to our first story, it's been a big news item. And colour us shocked, but the SEC has moved again to delay the spot Bitcoin ETF, this one from BlackRock, Valkyrie and Bitwise. Gary Gensler needs additional proceedings to assess whether to approve or deny the proposed Bitcoin ETF. The process includes public comment and rebuttal periods, indicating that the final decision may not be reached for several months. But then, not even a few days later, and this happened yesterday, he has continued his filing frenzy and delayed the Bitcoin ETFs for Fidelity, Van Eyck and Wisdom Tree. So basically, that's all of them because ARK was a few weeks ago. And the uh, pressure is mounting on Gary himself this week, Blake. We saw him in the press. What happened there?
1: Yeah, that's right, Trace. Last week, there was a US House lawmakers push on the SEC's chair, Gary Gensler, to approve the spot ETF. Mm. Now they're kicking the can down the road. I don't actually think this is a bad thing because if it happens early next year, around the time of the halving, I think that's going to be maximum Mm. effect on the market. Mm -hmm. Um, Members of the House of Financial Services Committee wrote a letter to him to take urgent action on the ETF. Uh, And, you know, he's obviously taking his sweet-ass time here.
0: (laughs) Gary actually faced criticism from lawmakers regarding his crypto regulation approach during this House hearing. He was questioned about his classification of Bitcoin, how that compared to other assets like Pokemon cards and the approval of the Bitcoin ETFs. Lawmakers also expressed concerns over Gensler's transparency with Congress, especially regarding interactions with crypto exchanges like FTX. He was actually taken to task in so many different ways and he came up really short Uh, I saw a few different videos. It was a bit of a train wreck. And what did you think of
1: this, Blake? Yeah, it was really interesting, actually, you know, watching Gary dodge questions Mm. and be as vague as um, possible. Um, But I think this example about the Pokemon cards really exemplifies the conversation. So uh, one of the senators or one of the the members of the House of Financial Services on the committee asked Gary, you know, are Pokemon cards securities when they're traded? Um, because they are a collector's item. And of course, Pokemon cards are not securities, they're just collectibles. And then the example was proposed to Gary, um, whether or not if those Pokemon cards were then tokenized and put on the blockchain as an NFT, would it be a security? And Gary said he's not sure. So I think the, the point here is that is the process of tokenization, does that create a security? And I think we can all agree that it doesn't, but the SEC is being quite coy here to keep their options open in order to sue, you know, potential NFT projects. Mm. Um, when, you know, for example, you could take a photo of your foot trace mm. and it as an <laughs> NFT. Would that be a security? <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, look, it, it was it was a laughable video that one. We've actually got a link to it as well, folks, so we'll put that in the show notes below, but they were there's four of those senators and they went really hard at him and he certainly did fumble his way through that much like the the videos from his Senate chat a few months earlier. Mm. Interesting to see him squirm, ladies and gentlemen, but there'll be more to come on that one. Moving on to our second story, the trial we have been waiting for starts this week with jury selection today. Will Sam Bankman-Fried, the man who headed up failed crypto exchange FTX, get the comeuppance he so badly deserved? Get ready because your, your social feeds will definitely be taken up by all the drama that unfolds, Blake, over the coming weeks. How long will this take? You know, is he actually going to get done here? What are your thoughts?
1: Mm, you know, how long's a piece of string really? Yeah. I think with these scenarios, whoever has the most resourcing wins. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know how much cash um, Sam has tucked away. He could string this out for years. Um, you know, we've seen other court that cases. That long, you reckon? Well, we've seen other court cases in the sector um, be strung out for literally like five, six years. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it could certainly happen. I think the Mt. Gox court case for creditors is still going in yeah, 2013. Good point. Good point. Mm. You know, so these things can take time and there's many ways for parties to, to push this out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in some information that came out today, Tracy, it looks like Sam won't be able to blame his lawyers for everything that happened. Under... And advice of counsel defense, SBF wanted to argue that, you know, he was just taking the advice of his lawyers and was working within the legal bounds Mm. of the advice that was provided. Um, So, you know, it's pretty interesting that if he was provided incorrect advice, then Sam will have the opportunity to sue his lawyers. Right. but. Um, it looks like that... He can't use that. Uh, he can't yeah, do that now. He can't use that. Oh, no. Well, he just can't use that as a defence in court. But that doesn't mean that if he did receive poor legal advice at some point in time, he can't go back and sue those lawyers.
0: Right. Interesting. Mm. All right. I'm sure there are many things that are going to come out of that as well. You know, this is... You can't write this thing as well. But just yesterday, some of the F that was taken by the hackers, so 2,500 F that was stolen as part of that exchange hack last year Mm. was moved yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah. So part of that was moved through two different protocols. One of them was the Thorchain router and another one was Railgun, which are private wallets that um, you can move things through um, secretly. We still don't know who took that. In, in the hack last mm, year.
1: Yeah. Um, we suspected at the time it could have been an inside job as, you know, the, the exchange was falling. Someone stole mm, you know, 2,500 Ethereum. Yeah,
0: yeah. but we still don't know um, who that was. Another quick one too, guys, as we wrap this story up because we are going to be hearing a lot about SBF and FTX. If you do want to catch up, there's a really good two-parter out now on BBC Panorama called The Downfall of the Crypto King and I'll add that in the show notes below, but it just it's a bit of a catch-up up on exactly what happened with SBF and um, the FTX exchange. So there's one for you. It's time for a break. But before we do, did you know that we are coming up on our 100th episode? I know time flies when you're having fun and we'd like to invite you to become part of our 100th show and send us an audio question if you have got something that you'd like to know about a coin a token or a project you'd like us to cover off in our 100th episode then send us a voice recording record this using a voice memo app on your phone and send it to us via the facebook community or an email at podcast at time for a break and we'll be back Welcome back. You're listening to the Crypto Curious podcast on with our short, sharp news bites from the week. And there's always plenty.
1: All right. Coinbase is rolling out perpetual futures trading uh, for retail users outside of the US. Now, I think this is just, you know, another strategy for, you know, the tier one exchanges to take market share from Binance. And we've seen others do that as well, like OKX bringing out products that you know, they haven't traditionally been known for. Mm-hmm. But um, now that Binance is getting regulatory pressure all over the world, then we'll see more and more products coming out from the competitors.
0: Next up, we've got Gary V and Mattel who have joined forces. Mattel is joining up with everyone at the moment, so V friends are joining force with Mattel and Masters of the Universe to unite Skilled Skeleton and Skeletor. This is actually super cool for anyone around my age out there who remembers He Man. Do you remember He Man? I and don't
1: Skeletor? know what you're talking about. You do too. I don't actually know. You, do you not really? No, I don't He-Man. know. He Man. You're another language. What's, what's Skeletor? Really? Yeah, I don't know. You don't
0: know He-Man? No,
1: explain it for the audience and me.
0: Oh, please, people, please, Come come on. Get on the socials and Spleen let me know it. you're with me. It's a TV show. It's a cartoon from back in the day.
1: No, nah, never had Oh, my God, it. I'm
0: so showing my age here. But He-Man was the best cartoon back in the day. Anyway, the collaboration merges the timeless characters of Masters of the Universe, which is He-Man and Skeletor, and there was she which is a bit later on, and Gary V's got his skilled skeleton characters, which he did. This skeleton was meant to, um, or does, inspire optimism and accountability and kindness. So they've kind of m- melded these two together, and they're doing this uh, special. Edition two pack, and these ones are dropping on October the 6th, costing around $45. So,
1: for the, for the NFTs,
0: for the NF, their NFTs, yeah. So, this is a Mattel's is, is really going hard. They've done Hot Wheels, they've done Barbie, you know, there's a few things coming back. So, I guess you kind of look at their back catalogue and what they have owned over the last 20 30 years that potentially could come out. But this is a kind of interesting one for people like myself in their early 40s who may remember this kind of thing, um, teaming up with Gary Vee. So, yeah, an interesting one.
1: Yeah, next up, we have seen Kraken, which is a global crypto exchange, um, plan to offer trading of US-listed stocks on their platform. Mm. Uh, Now, this is an interesting um, move because, you know, we've seen plenty of stock trading platforms integrate crypto globally. Um, for their customers to then trade alongside equities. But we haven't seen too many crypto platforms integrate equities, mm. uh, diversify that way, um, suggesting that, you know, this is a way of Kraken diversifying their product offering and potentially de-risking their revenue streams from, from bear markets. Uh, it's pretty exciting. Um, but, you know, Kraken, um, whenever they do something, they do it Right. Um, so yep. it would be good to see them.
0: So um, they would be competing with the likes of Robinhood.
1: And Public.com. And right. there's, there's a bunch of others that, that run um, crypto and equity trading on their platforms. So yeah, big move from them actually. So we'll see how this one plays out um, as it comes to market.
0: Okay, here's one that Craig would have loved. His favourite Pudgy Penguins NFTs are waddling their way into 2,000 Walmart locations. In real life toys, these ones are. Pudgy Penguins has announced the rollout of these NFT-based toys across these locations. Uh, First debuted on Amazon. We told you about these maybe three or four months ago. So these guys have really gone hard with this whole IP uh, NFT brand, and they're the first ones to have done this Mm. really pushing this toy one hard so well done to the pudgy penguins and anyone who has held on to uh, those nfts
1: Mm, It's a pretty big move, really, because we see, you know, traditional brands moving in and supporting their products with NFTs. Now we're seeing, you know, some of these more successful NFT projects move the other way. Go the other way. So, yeah, a bit of of news this week on Mm. swimming upstream.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I like it. Waddling upstream.
1: (laughs) All right, next up, MoneyGram unveils a non-custodial wallet. Um, to bridge the worlds of crypto and fiat currency. So MoneyGram's a global remittance provider. People use it every day to send money across borders, particularly those that, you know, have limited access to the banking network. They are traditionally expensive, but of course cryptocurrency is prime for disrupting um, Mm -hmm. remittance. So I think it's a pretty strong move instead of fighting the Innovation. Um, they're going with the flow and they're building products and services that leverage the technology. So good on them. Um, and it's probably going to result in them not being disrupted.
0: Mm. Next up, Chainlink. It's had a few um, pumps recently, and they've expanded their cross-link interoperability to Base this time. Uh, I think they they recently did it to Optimism, and before that, Arbitrum. So. They're going across to everyone at the moment. Uh, This move is another step in Chainlink's plan to boost blockchain interoperability and uh, utilisation. Chainlink debuted their CCIP this July, and this year so far have integrated with Ethereum, Avalanche, Polygon, Arbitrum, and Optimism. So that's some big moves for Chainlink.
1: So the Winklevoss twins, as we may have seen from... What is that movie called? The Social Network? Yes, you know yeah I it. potentially even the founders of Facebook mm. uh, have withdrawn $280 million in assets before the crypto firm Genesis went under. So we've reported on this a while ago. The Winklevoss twins, they're the founders of Gemini a Global Crypto Exchange, and they were using Genesis to manage their earned product on their exchange. Uh, now, it looks like the, the twins secretly withdrew $280 million just before the firm Genesis collapsed and their clients still, I think there's about a billion dollar deficit there.
0: Still waiting. They're
1: still working through that with the Genesis. Uh, I think they filed to, uh, they're, they're working through that at the mm, moment anyway. Mm. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to know how much they knew at that point in time. But even I suspect that even if they knew something, they wouldn't have been able to do anything about the lost funds.
0: Yeah, yeah it's just a little bit um, suspect with the timing. But anyway, what could they do? Moving on. So Michael Saylor is at it again, the poster boy for crypto buying at the moment. He has just increased his Bitcoin holdings by purchasing an additional 5,445 Bitcoin An average price of around 27,000. The latest acquisition, valued at 147 million, boosts the company's total Bitcoin holdings to a total of 158,245 Bitcoin, or a total of 0.7% of the total Bitcoin supply. That's actually quite amazing.
1: It's massive.
0: Isn't it just?
1: They were getting loans early on at 0% interest rate, you know.
0: That's bad. You know,
1: during uh, when we were getting lots of QE back in 2020, um, he was getting zero 0% p- interest loans and he was borrowing hundreds of millions or could have even been billions.
0: Wow. Smart guy.
1: Smart guy. Smart guy. But I must say that his average price is still – above what market price is today he was buying quite high at one point in time yeah but i suspect that he's pretty well positioned now yeah yeah there you go all right, Valkyrie's Bitcoin strategy ETF has successfully added another futures contract. So, as effective from October the 3rd, which is today, um, the fund will formally alter its investment strategy, resulting in a name change. Basically, what they're doing is also including an Ethereum um, strategy. So, broadening their horizon here, I think it's a strong move um, and may create a, a more attractive product.
0: All right, this is our last bit of news, folks, and this one dropped just this morning. I am wearing my special T-shirt for this news, but two big brand NFTs focused on the female space. This is Boss Beauties and My BFF Collection. There has been a merger. Boss Beauties has acquired the My BFF Collection as they collectively work towards bringing in the next wave of females into the Web 3 space. So that's some good news for anyone holding uh, those two collections there. All right. And that brings us to the end of our show, folks. It was a short, sharp show today, still lots of news. And if you are looking to DCA into the crypto market as we inch closer to the halving and 2024, please look at using the Bamboo app to do so. There's a promo code CURIOUS for $10 of free Bitcoin to get you started in the show notes below. And follow us on social media to keep up to date with what's happening in the crypto space on our Instagram page or our Facebook group. uh, Hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening to us now to make sure you're getting each episode up to date. Tell your mates about the podcast as well. And if you'd like to get in contact, please email us at podcast at getbamboo.io. Once again, we've got that 100th episode coming up soon, so send us your questions via a voice memo. Thanks for listening, folks. We'll see you next week. Bye for now. You have been listening to an Equity Mates Media production. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equity Mates Media acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. This podcast is intended for education and entertainment purposes.